Yeah, Ed, Eddie for Adina and Patsy. Patsy oh, was God, the, yeah. the blonde. I watched that in college. It's been a long time. I wonder how that show holds up for me. I might have to dig an episode up and see. It's an easy one to get caught up on because I think there's only like well, yeah, five yeah. or six episodes a season and three or four seasons. And 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 like I can just drop into any episode and be like, oh yeah, they're drunk and smoking and high. So yeah, okay, I, I, I'm all coming up. I, know I don't. Where we're at. Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of uh, character progression or or plot <laughs> that you need to worry about any kind of timeline. <laughs> well, is this before or after Gerald's death? What? Yeah. Who? <laughs> is this the dream sequence season? No, it's the season where they're drunk and smoking. <laughs> <laughs> It's a podcast with a guy and two bros on the worldwide phone. (laughs) I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. What's the matter, Craig? You don't feel too good? I don't feel well. Did Did you actually miss work? I missed a day at work, yeah. Oh my God, that never happens. It's been a while. I managed to avoid, I, when I get sick, it's usually like, if I get a cold, I get kind of, you know, it nails me for a couple of days, but it's u- usually I'm able to function. Um, and then it just lingers for like three weeks, you know, it just like, you know, scratchy throat, just kind of generally back. Um, but I haven't had like a proper, like a flu or fever kind of thing for a while, but that's lasted more than like a day or two. Was this um, a fever? This was, this was not a fever, but this was other things. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna roll on and talk to our guest now. Um is that's unpleasant. Okay. <laughs> hey Kurt. Hi Mike. Hi Craig on the other phone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Remember when three-way calling was like this fancy thing that you had to spend twenty dollars a month on? <laughs> yeah, it was. Ex- it was extra. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and now you can get crappy three-way calling from like five different providers for free. For free. <laughs> yeah. On the internet phone, though. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but the internet phone has replaced your phone. I mean, you know, you don't have a phone anymore. You have a a mini computer in your pocket that has a phone app and then has a you know another way to communicate other ways to communicate emails and twitters and text messages and skypes and hangouts and all that stuff. Yeah, I every month I actually look at my statistics for my phone and the, the number <laughs> the number of phone minutes is hilarious at this point. <laughs> Actual call time, it's like. 21 minutes for the month. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right for me. I don't even bother to look. I haven't looked, but I'm sure that's what it is. Cause I never use the phone. I used my phone more times in like the, the last week and spent more minutes on the phone in the last week than I probably have in any given week over the course of the last five years, because I was trying to get a hold of somebody at a stinking bank. 
<laughs> oh, that's the worst. That's <laughs> the only thing the phone is good for anymore is 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 for talking to the businesses. people who suck at using the internet. Yeah, yeah. So what's new with Kurt? School year is almost done. Woo! <laughs> uh, when does that end up four. there? I've got four weeks to go. It's what that that the first beginning Friday of June, June yeah. Seventh, I think. Yeah. yeah, seventh of June. I think it's only like two more weeks here. Yeah, but you guys also start earlier. We don't start until after Labor Day. Yeah, no, they start in like the middle of South. Usually August, start middle of yeah. August. Yeah, so crazy. I hey, was uh, the absolute was... hottest two weeks of the year are the first two weeks of school. Welcome back. Yeah, kids. but your school actually have air conditioning. If they're if you're lucky. No, I was talk- thank you. <laughs> I was talking for most of the year. <laughs> What's that, Craig? No, nothing. I got nothing to say. Oh, Craig has nothing to say at all. <laughs> the moment's passed. No, um, I was talking to a friend of the show, Derek, who has been on a few times. He's a teacher as well, about trying to get together sometime and hang out, you know, do something. And he's like, "Why don't ping me back in a couple of weeks when school's over?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. You're a teacher. You're a." And and I made a joke. I made a funny joke, Kurt, which was, you know, Derek, and and in this case, Kurt, molding young minds seventy five percent of the time. <laughs> of course Derek has children so he's molding young minds like all the time like like uh for example let's do this yeah that's yeah. the one <laughs> if he's you, teaching uh, catchphrases yeah yeah people it's like I don't have any children but it's like um I spend more time working with children yearly than most parents spend with their children <laughs> You spend more time working with children monthly than most than some parents spend yearly. Yearly, yeah. Possibly daily. <laughs> Jeez. So, so, yeah, that's my excuse. My children are at school, and I hang out with them for eight or nine hours a day, and then I'm done. <laughs> do you ever do that? Do you ever like get to the end of the day with like the last class, and you just before the bell's going to ring, you just kind of, you know, you <laughs> clap your hands and be like, I'm done with you people. Yeah, pretty much. Get out. Yeah, I am not childless. I am child free. That's uh, yeah. We talked about that. That's the that's the beginning of every episode of uh, AP Bio. Kurt, have you ever watched it? I have not. Mostly just because I haven't been able to watch it consistently on the night it is. I'll probably end up binging it this summer at some point. The teacher walks in. He doesn't want to be there, and he walks in, and he he always tries to throw something into the wastebasket, and he always misses. And then he says, "Okay, everybody, start shutting up." Or some variation. Yes. On that. that's, <laughs> that's the that's the beginning of every. Well, not 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 every, but darn near every episode. It's a running gag that he tells everybody to shut up, and he's got the one smart kid in in class that he really hates. Yeah, it's really it's it's a good show. I mean, and on the, it's AP, you know, an AP class, so it's most of the kids in there are smart, right? They're pretty smart. It's it's basically all the different types of nerds. Um. In a it's the modern sense. day head of the class, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, but there's one in particular that he just has this weird loathing for. Like, dude, it's a kid. Just calm down. But it's yeah. a good show, and it's got Pat Oswald in it. So teachers have to be good actors because there's always a student in the class that you personally do not like. Oh yeah, it should be that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's and it's not, not. It's not necessarily the worst student either. Sometimes and, the worst student are like the kids you like the most. <laughs> that's 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 a true. <laughs> yeah. That's a because true. They're, they're funny 
or they actually have personality. <laughs> yeah. That's a truth of life though. You can, as a student, you probably like, there's somebody in your class that you don't terribly like it. Hey, kids out there who are having that problem in class is like, I, well, I can't wait till I get out of high school. I don't have to deal with that person. Well, you're going to go out and you're going to get a job and there's going to be somebody at your job that that person. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there's the potential that you could have to deal with them for more than four years. Yeah, exactly. There's always, there's always the scary possibility that 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 person is your child, or you. <laughs> if you look, if you look around your workplace and you can't find the person that everybody, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that person's there. I guarantee you. You, if you get on the bus and you look around and you can't find the one weirdo on the bus, oh no, guess what. <laughs> <laughs> so uh capers noir is uh coming it's the the we ordered a print proof so we're moving along pretty quickly i had a couple of people comment to me like wow you have really fast turnaround i said it helps when you get everything done early and you get everything done before the kickstarter yeah. is done like everything was edited artwork was done with the exception of a you know like a few things everything was done and i've in the put can everybody... what it was in the can it's all in the can. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, I decided when I went into doing this and I put it in, I put it on, it's on the Kickstarter page on every single one of them saying that, you know, Nerdburger Games is dedicated to turning around a Kickstarter in a reasonable damn time. It's not that exact terminology and not that phrasing, but it's close. And because I've had plenty of Kickstarters and I know lots of people out there have backed Kickstarters where it's like, okay, I backed the thing. And two years later, yeah. now I'm supposed to get excited for this thing that I was excited for two years ago. And hope that it lives yep. up to my, mm -hmm. my remembering of it. Now, you know, get, get it done as much as possible. Kind of try to take a shot at turning it over a little more quickly, maybe. That's, or, that's what I'm shooting for. Or maybe Kickstarter isn't the place for that kind of project. The project that takes two years to develop. Well, um, you know what I mean? I just. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get what you're saying, but. There's people, the Kickstarter has a culture now. There's a culture that has grown around it with, with backers who, you know, some backers will tolerate that and some, and some won't. So if you, you know, if you uh, establish yourself as a creator who takes forever to fulfill stuff, people are going to talk about that and people are going to notice that. And people who backed you in the past may not back you in the future. Yeah. Because they didn't want to wait again. And if you're smart, you're running a Kickstarter, you do it the same way the host does it at a restaurant. I don't know about you, but 90% of the time, I get seated faster than what the host says the weight is. Always overestimate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Underestimate. Always. Because you can't go wrong that way. Because yeah, if there is a glitch, then you get them in on time. And then people are still like, oh, well, I got in on time. Yep. Est over, um, under, what, how does it, underestimate and over deliver. Yeah. yeah. Like, like undersell over delivers. Yeah, say say that it's going to take a year and then deliver it in six months, or even nine. Yeah, but yeah, any smart any and I've talked to plenty of people who work in the restaurant business, and any smart person who works as a host will tell you that's what you always do. Yeah, you, you tell them twenty figure out what the time longer. is, and you yeah you add at least ten minutes to it. Yeah. So what you're saying is that restaurant hosts are liars. They're yes. all lying to us. But Why? in a good way, in a good way that helps society. <laughs> yeah, because it helps you feel better after when you, when you get seated mm -hmm. quicker. You're like, oh, this is wonderful. This place, oh, and I'm sure that probably pays off for the uh, for the waitstaff and everything too. Yes, you tip, you know, go in a little happier, and they're more willing to tip a little better. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, the first impressions, you don't want to yeah. make, 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 have people show up on time for their reservation and not be ready for them. Yeah, yes. and then the, wa- the waitstaff is like, the wait come on, is like, man. Well, I'm working five tables where the people were seated a half hour later than they were expecting, and I'm wondering how my tips are going to be. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the reservation thing is often the problem is the previous guest. Yeah. You know, well, because most most places will book a table, you know, they know what the turn the turnaround time is. If it's 90 minutes or if it's two hours or whatever it is like that. But then you get those guests who just linger and linger and linger. They sit there, wait, you know, drinking the water from their melting ice in their glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Talking. And then and then someone comes by and it's like, would you like dessert? Hmm, I'm not sure. Give us give us a few minutes. And uh-huh. then you come back and they go, okay, bring us the menu. And then they bring it back and uh-huh. they go, hmm. Yeah. We're not done thinking uh, about it. Yeah, there are some places that have gotten smart about literally, you know, the restaurants that do reservations and a lot of them that are high end will do the thing where there is a seven o'clock seating and there is a nine o'clock seating, you know, or something like that. Or there's a six, eight and a ten. And they literally, you know, it's like you essentially you your book, you book an hour and 50 minutes and then we're kicking you out. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I haven't uh, I've never seen that. I guess I don't go to the fancy restaurants. I don't go to a lot of places like that, but I have been to a few like that. And it's like, oh my God, you actually, this is smart. Because, you know, if you're upfront with people about that, and let's be honest, an hour 50 is plenty. If you, you can't, don't, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, if you sure. can't eat a meal, if you can't, do, a multi, if you can't do drinks and appetizers and a dinner and a dessert in an hour 50, you have a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I, I can barely get to an hour usually. With more with other people. I mean, if you do, if you do <laughs> every conversation, right? And you go to a busy rest, a restaurant that's busy, all the tables are full, and you do everything. If you do drinks and appetizers and main course and a dessert, it should still be an hour thirty tops, tops. Yeah, Even and that's busy and slow. Fact, yeah, that's factoring in them having slow service. Yeah, yeah. So, I always feel uncomfortable when it's like, "Come on, people, let's go." <laughs> you're done <laughs> look, look around it's crowded we're done eating yeah <laughs> let's leave i'm tired i want to go home and go to bed you ever just you ever just you ever just uh, or you can go someplace else where they don't necessarily need tables sure you right know, there's there's probably a place down the street where you want to have another drink go have a drink there where you can stand around or there's space at the bar or anything like that you ever just uh, ask for the check and then just you know the check gets there and you pay the check and you just get up and walk out and everybody else is still sitting there. You're like you threw your money on the table okay here's my portion i'm i'm done i'm out <laughs> yep introverts of the world unite <laughs> but only for a short time yeah, I've, I've, had, <laughs> I've had enough of you people i'm gonna go home by myself now anyway yeah. i guess yeah Introver- there you go everybody. introverts unite only long enough to do the thing that they had all uh, previously planned to do in exactly the way that they planned to do yeah. it for the specified amount of time and then yes. immediately go home. You are breaking the social contract that we had by going to this restaurant. I am spending far too much time with you. <laughs> um, I do not do dinner and drinks on the same night. Those have to be two separate nights. <laughs> well, and then there's the real... And I'm going to just say this to Kurt, and we're not going to mention any names, but, you know, Kurt and I, I'm sure other people have run into this. There is the family member. <gasps> yep. <laughs> like, oh, I know what you're talking about, who, yeah, would be among the first to arrive and would, like, 
linger and linger and linger and linger. And it's like, hey, uh, I invited you people over uh, over here for X, Y, and Z, not for X, Y, Z and A, B, and C. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. <laughs> Uh, that's it. I'm done with that. <laughs> okay. Is it time for news? I suppose. Yep. What's news, Craig? Oh, I read a thing here. I, uh, um, how big is this? The typical Lego, you know, like the, the standard, like most used Lego brick, would you um, say? Oh, the two uh, by four. Three by six? The two by four, probably. Yeah. The, two by four or one by four, one or the other. Yeah, the two by four. Let's call it the two by four. Well, okay. um, Lego is making bricks um, to help kids and adults learn Braille. And I thought, well, this is like, why didn't we think of this earlier? Take a look at that two by, yeah. uh, two by four brick, remove the bottom two, and then, you know, that's where you put the letter or the number or something you know, whatever it is they're trying to learn. And then the two by three up above it now is those are the three, you know, the six pips of Braille. Um, And, uh, and they've made, they're, they're making bricks that are specifically designed, you know, like nice and multicolored and they've got all the different letters and it's only got the appropriate number of pips, you know, in the right pattern um, for Braille to help teach people Braille and make it like more entertaining than just like, okay, well, here's a piece of paper with a bunch of bumps pressed into it. um, You know, making it a little more fun. So I was like, that makes, like wow it why did it take this long that makes perfect sense it's yeah it does this seems like uh a no-brainer it seems like it seems like something that that should have always been uh in lego's braley wick braley brick braley brick well it uh (laughs) you know it 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 took a little while but it finally just kind of clicked together and they made the uh, association Everything kind of just snapped into place, and yeah. So yeah, they make braille bricks now, which is fun. That's pretty cool. Braille brick, braille brick, braille brick, braille yeah, brick, braille go. brick. <laughs> That's a rough one. Ow! <laughs> I think I sprained my tongue. In multiple, <laughs> yeah, they're doing it. It's like a whole little tub with a, and then they give you like the big gray blank flat piece, you know, that you normally would build stuff on. <laughs> New house. from Lego Tubbo Braille. Yeah, they're doing it in multiple languages. It's uh, currently being printed in Danish, Norwegian, English, and Portuguese, with German, Spanish, and French on the way. Um, they expect to have the uh, like the whole finished product, the kind of the product line and everything by like next year sometime they'll be able, they'll have everybody you know everything they need they might even add more languages um but they've been uh they've been kind of testing it out to see you know just to make sure that it's like okay are we are our kids actually finding this useful is this is this helping them to learn um pretty cool yeah I agree. It's so bizarre looking at Lego bricks that don't have the full number of, of nubs for the size of the brick. <laughs> sure. It's yeah. really weird. But you're like, but they could still, as long as there's one little nub, they can still click together. Yep. I don't know. I think you need two. Yeah. Well, oh, you can yeah. make like a cool hinge piece if you only got the <laughs> one nub. But to be fair, I don't think there is a Braille letter that is only one. A is, that would be, a is only one? A okay. is only one. I thought there yeah, was because obviously, I'm just I'm just looking at the bricks, and that's what I see. I see okay. A is uh, 
actually, and numbers, numbers, the first like, you know, like A and one are both the same thing. You're supposed to be able to work from context. Yes. Mm-hmm. So A and one are the same thing. And they've got the little red brick here and it's, it's A1 says down at the bottom. And then it's like this big red brick and a one little nub in the upper left. Okay. I don't want double A steak sauce. I want A1 steak sauce. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Okay. How about 11 steak sauce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Heinz 57, not Heinz 11. <laughs> Although the I9 brick is a little confusing. It's like, there's a 19? I thought that you yeah. just brought the numbers together. No, no, that's I. That's the, the number, uh, the letter I. Why didn't you put the little tick on the bottom and the little tick on the, bo- on the top? On the brick, they didn't. It's just a single stroke. Hmm. Looks like 19. But I'm sure, you know, you teach you teach somebody that one time. No, 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 that's an I. Okay, got it. And that's that's, <laughs> yeah. that's as far as you really need to go with it. So there you go. What else is news? Kurt, you brought something I heard. Yeah, I've got a couple news things here. Um, coming out of Colorado news. Uh, just a few weeks ago, this happened. Um, Cherry home Hills of, Village. Home of, home of the magic mushrooms. Go ahead. Soon to be, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry Hills Village, which is a suburb of Denver, they recently had to change. They changed the name of one of their neighborhoods, the official name of their neighborhood. It is now going to be called Old Cherry Hills. But its previous name, um, I, um, I cannot believe this name lasted until 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it was at least 70 years too late. <laughs> the is name of like the. We, we love Nazis. Pretty we, much. We love Nazis, Sw- Colorado. Swastika Acres. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> there was a neighborhood in this village called Swastika Acres. goes back about 100 years. It was The, the neighborhood was named Swastika Acres by um, the Denver Land Swastika Company. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that divided the area into plots back in the early 20th century. Is that spelled back- differently? No, it's S W A S T I K A. Back before, before the Nazis turned the swastika to, into a bad thing. The swastika as a symbol has been around for centuries. Sure. Yes. Um, the Nazis kind of ruined the swastika like they ruined a lot of things, like yeah. Germany and, well, <laughs> and the German language. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, I can't imagine, I don't know how it made it 70 plus years. I don't understand. <laughs> um, well, man, people love to hold on to their history. It's heritage. It's our heritage. There's there, way, there waiting are, for there waiting are no street signs or anything like that that reference swastika. There's not like swastika way, <laughs> swastika it's, boulevard. It, it's just the giant sign in front of the. But it was just no, and, yeah, and it was, uh, and it still appeared on real estate documents to identify the land plot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> So um, there was there was a woman, though, who actually protested, opposed the change because they wanted to preserve the historical value of the symbol, despite having lost a family member in the Holocaust. Oh, I don't get that one at all. (laughs) Maybe they didn't like that family member. Maybe that family member was that was was that that family member in their family. Uh (laughs) Always showed up early, always wanted to hang around late. Kept talk- all they did was talk about how much they loved swastikas or how much they hated the swastika <laughs> just to spite them i'm gonna know wow yes so swastika now, I wonder, now, now i want to know if there's a if there's a way to search 
for stuff well, like that in elsewhere in the country without it being in my search history that I'm looking for that stuff. Because that's a little odd. Um, I'm, I'm doing sure, it right I'm now. Sure. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, Why, why sure, do you I'm care sure if it's in your search, search history? You live I'm by yourself. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure how to search for that, but I'd I'd be curious to to know how many places still have you know the, a name of something that's like incredibly like oh offensive or something that people just like has become associated with something that's you know not so good. Um, um, there is a town in Ontario, Canada. Oh, here we go. Thanks, Kurt. Swastika, Ontario. Oh, okay. Um, it was founded in 1908. It has since been enveloped by a larger municipality. So the town isn't, you know, it's not, you're not going to send mail to Swastika, Ontario. Well, you never really know it's, it's Swastika because <laughs> it's Canadians and, they're just, and they, they change the pronunciation on it. So it was always like, you know, Swastiko, Swastika, eh? You know, just <laughs> you didn't pick up on it when you heard it. Other interesting ones here. There's a, in Spain until it was changed just a few years ago, but there was a place, a municipality named Castrillo Matahudios, which basically means Jew killer camp. Jesus Christ! Went wow. all the way back to the 1600s on that one. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Some other good ones. People. Are, people are Send your children this <laughs> summer to a Jew yeah. killer camp. Okay, you know what? <laughs> If if I don't get seated quite fast enough at my restaurant, as long as it's not by somebody who thinks that Jew Killer Camp is a good name, uh, you know, because we've been talking about a range of bad people here. Yeah, um, it kind of puts it in perspective. I'll 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 deal with being uh, you know seated a little late at the at the restaurant if I don't have to be around people who think that's a good idea. Jeez. Yep. Um, wow. Of course, well, it came up. There's been plenty of places over the years in the United States that have the N word in their name oh, that sure. has changed, including you know Rick Perry's estate. Um, well, I think it was Rick Perry, wasn't it, or was it Mitt Romney? It came up in the 2012 presidential campaign. Um, but there's like other, it. yeah, there's plenty of other places that have it in their name, especially in the South. Shockingly, oh, big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um. Of course, there's plenty of places that eat, still to this day have the word squaw in them. Oh, sure. <laughs> Which, of course, is not necessarily the, you know. Well, and there's the there's, most, most correct term for our, our Native American population. Yeah, and there's little things that you, you, you catch every so often that you hear about. And it's like, I, until a few years ago, I didn't give any thought to the word jip, as in they jipped me out of something. Yeah. And then it's like gypsies. That's gypsies. Yeah. That's that's you know, quote unquote, thieving gypsies, lying gypsies. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a word that I don't really, hmm, yeah, because I I never really thought. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever written the word, and I don't never I don't think I ever really thought about how it would be spelled. Yeah, but I'm like, oh yeah, that's uh, hmm. <laughs> just this past week, I swear I overheard somebody say on 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 a phone conversation that, that I I swear they said. Jew them down. Oh yeah, heard that. Oh, yeah. Heard that. Heard from a coworker. From a <laughs> like, coworker. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. What? <laughs> from a coworker at the place I like, work at now. That person not, doesn't work there anymore. But literally, like, was in the room, heard that person say that. Yeah. Yeah. I I once had Everybody's a student. Everybody's got that coworker that they don't want to be. Yeah. Some years ago, I had a student who dropped a word in class. Me, 
meant to mean like basically stupid or backwards. And he actually had no idea of where it came from. And I just said to him, like, you should go look up that word and then probably never use it ever again. He he referred to, to someone as a gook. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he had no idea. He had absolutely, he legitimately had no idea of the connection to self. That means stupid. Well, if, you're young, if you're young enough, that's, yeah. that's one of those yeah, ones. He was like 14, of... 15, and he's from a small town in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. it's fallen out of, it's fallen out of. Parlance, so to speak. Well, you it's know, completely it's that... completely separated from its origin. Yeah, yeah. To it's... to him, it was just a word, right? Yeah, it was just a but word. But it doesn't even it doesn't even mean what like it... dumber back. Yeah. yeah, or someone who was dumber back. Oh, <laughs> yep. <sighs> hey, there's 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 thousands and thousands of words out there. There's some there's some words you don't have to bother using. There's other ways to do that. That's fine. Get rid of those words. Language constantly yeah. evolves. We always we, we constantly get rid of shitty words. <laughs> yeah, not and not just because they're offensive. And some words that were offensive become become quote okay like shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a time when uh, I we'd be getting a fine right now on our internet radio show for saying that word, even if we bleeped it. <laughs> what you get a fine for bleeping it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that worked. <laughs> um, back in the day when you really really couldn't say those things yeah. and if because... you're if you're the fx network anything goes well cables <laughs> never had those rules yeah. they, they just, they just them yeah to they compete with networks sure yeah yeah think about all the different ways you can t- you can all the because boy this and this is this is a this is the thing that's got a lot of slang terms all the different ways you can refer to a woman's breasts but mm-hmm. you still can't say t- can't you? On nope. ne- well, on network TV, no. Nope, but you can say every single other thing other than that word or a derivation, you know, direct derivation of it. You can say yeah. every other, like, ridiculous, sometimes kind of, you know, sometimes dirty, sometimes just kind of filthy, sometimes just kind of disturbing. What's dis- which one's disturbing? I want to hear the it. disturbing yeah. one. What's a disturbing one? I don't know. It's... it's- <laughs> It's all, it's all boobs, knockers, con- jugs, headlights, milk bubbles, milk bubbles. <laughs> no. I haven't heard that one. That's nice. Heard that one on the radio this last week or two. Milk bubbles. Just for, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. But of course, you know, it's the radio show that I, you know, I listen to it because I like the music that they play and I can't stand listening to the, to the two guys that talk on there because they are absolute lowest common denominator, not funny in any way, shape or form, but I tolerate it because they only talk for two minutes and then I get to listen to three songs. Is that an Atlanta radio station? Yes. Um, and by that, I mean every Atlanta radio station. I have yet to find an Atlanta radio station that I actually like 100%. That's okay. If, if, so I'm kind of stuck with this If one. you don't like the current ones with their formats and their hosts and the yeah, music, just, just wait a, just couple, wait of a couple of years. It'll all change. Because <laughs> yeah, there isn't. There's... <laughs> Although the morning, the people that are on in the morning on the station that I listen to, they, they've actually managed to hang around for a while. I've been down here for, what, 11 years or so. And that that station... They that group that's on there now, I think, is the fourth or maybe fifth morning show group. Because every single one of them lasted like two years tops, mm-hmm. yeah. Year, sometimes only a year during <laughs> when I first got here. And this one's actually hung around for a few years, but that's okay. I complain about them too because of the two main hosts. One of them is a complete idiot, and the other one's a skeevy, you know, kind of like dirt ball. Um, that makes me uncomfortable when he talks about certain things. <laughs> He's a 50-year-old who talks well. He got married recently, so that helped. 
But there was a time when he was just, oh, you're just a scumball. <laughs> you're skeevy. You're talking about 20-year-old girls and you're like 50. Welcome to of, yeah. the Blah Blah Show starring Complete Idiot and <laughs> Skeevy Dirtball. Yeah. And, and they get paid for using their words. They get paid for, for, for saying those words. <laughs> Drives me nuts. <laughs> But there's nothing else on in the morning. I suppose if I, I, I should just start listening to podcasts or something. <laughs> I'd probably be happier. Start listening to, uh, you know, start getting audio books and stuff, and just be like, oh, I'll just punch through an audio book a half hour at a time on my drive-in. You could do but that. But I don't. Or you could just enjoy the silence. Oh, then then I have to listen to my thoughts, and there's no winner there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see what else is news. The Kentucky Derby just happened, right? We all know. Oh that. yeah, yeah. yeah I, we, that's not that's not the news story. The news story Ooh. is that uh, there's a uh, um, a place here where you can, if you want, you can buy, spend two hundred dollars. Um, Kentucky for Kentucky, I guess, is the name of the shop. It's, it's online. Um, I anyway. Um, you can buy <laughs> for $200 a chunk of a Kentucky Derby winner's poop. Mm. $200. Okay, yeah, yeah. KY for KY.com. What a great name. Kentucky for Kentucky, but they do it KY, <laughs> KY. for KY. <laughs> which makes me think of like, yeah, okay. Um, proceeds benefit uh, old friends, the Thoroughbred Retirement Farm where uh, Silver Charm the horse Silver Charm now lives. So yeah, you can buy a, a jar of Silver Charm poop. That's the horse that won uh, the 1997 Derby. Wow. How long do so horses that, live? Well, 30, 40 years, I okay. thought. They can. Yeah, so if it was just a few years old when it won, then yeah, it's probably still got another decade in it, maybe. As long as it doesn't um, break a leg. Yeah. Well, it's not going into acting, so it should be fine. Yeah. Oh. Here you go. Average horse life expectancy twenty five to thirty. Okay, so it's getting up there. But yeah, yeah you want uh, you want some poop? Two hundred bucks. You have some Kentucky Derby winning poop. Did Aver- any of you Aver- actually <laughs> watch or pay attention to the Derby itself? No, not really. Not really. Have you followed the news on it at all? This is I don't. I don't have a white linen suit, and I don't oh, yeah. have to make a mint julep. So no, I did not. <laughs> I have a friend I say, who actually I say, have you seen the Derby? I have a friend who's actually into the like the. The, the gambling aspect of it. So we chatted sure. about it and I keep up on it. But what happened this year is that the first place horse across the line was one of the favorites, um, was then disqualified mm-hmm. for interference really early in the race because the rules are supposed to be, you know, they come out of the gates and they essentially, it's like a long distance track race. So you have to stay in your lane for so long before you cut in uh-huh. so that you don't cut people off. And apparently they, you know, as soon as the race was over, they declared that horse the winner. Then they went, then someone filed an appeal and said, hey, that was interference. And then they said on hold and they had to sit around and watch instant replay for like 25 minutes. And then they, <laughs> they disqualified that horse and gave it to the number two horse across the line, who was a 65 to one long shot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now since then, the, the, you know, the horse that was disqualified, they're appealing it. Uh-huh. And the horse that, quote, won because has come down sick and will not race in the Preakness, so can't be a Triple Crown winner. But oh. if the let's say the first horse wins, 
So the first horse can keep racing and might eventually become the Kentucky Derby champion on appeal. We have a Schrodinger's triple crown right now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's both possible and impossible at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, episode title. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've done Schrodinger's. That's, that's actually interesting because this is the first time that a, a winning horse has ever been disqualified from any of the big three. Yeah, Ever. and apparently this this kind of thing happens all the time, but it's never happened in any of the big races that anybody pays yeah, attention to. Or it to. never happened someone who placed first, second or third, so everyone's right. like who cares. Now, I I was uh I found somebody's gif, slow motion gif of the moment when the offense happened and uh and I watched it and I'm like I I literally didn't see anything other than horses running ne- next to each other really really slowly and I watched it again and I still didn't see what what happened. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see anybody like move out of their lane or anything like that. Maybe it was it was a screen it was a screen ca- or, or you know a video of something that from earlier in the race or it was completely different or it was a joke and I didn't get it. Yeah. But I did I yeah, that that's all I've seen of it, uh, but I've heard all about it. And I know a lot of people were complaining like what? Yeah. For that. Well, of course I I enjoyed seeing the videos cuz this popped up on Twitter like uh, I enjoyed seeing the videos of the crowd's reaction when it was announced, include especially the people who were in the lines to receive their winnings. <laughs> because, you know, and what's kind of interesting is that, it, you know, there's a short break. They, they said this person wins and there was a minute or two. It was fast, but there was a minute or two while, where that force was the winner. Mm-hmm. And if you had a winning ticket, you went to the window, you're going to get paid out. And then as soon as, you know, as soon as the appeal comes in, they stop everything immediately. They, yeah. they shut down the windows. Well, that's all people cash. are just standing there waiting to, to, to collect their money on their tickets. And then they announce it. And you see, you know, because since the person who was disqualified was one of the favorites, you see this huge crowd of people go, oh. Start tearing up their <laughs> tickets and throwing them in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the people that, 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 you know, the three people that bet on the uh, 65 to one shot are running as fast yeah. as they can to and the windows. The other, well, they were probably already in line because they were going to probably, a lot of them who were going to win money didn't necessarily pick that horse to win. They probably picked that horse to finish top three. And it, and it finished second. And, and it did. Originally. Yeah. But did, did, did what, hear, if the ahead. appeal goes through, oh, sorry, go ahead, Craig. No, I'm just saying. Did you hear the uh, the bet because of because of there being a 65 to one long shot in there for like the the exacta trifecta and and superfecta? What the bets oh, turned were huge. Yeah, they were massive. What's a superfecta? Is that four? Um, picking, picking the first four no, in order. Exacta is two. Trifecta is three. Superfecta is the top four. Yeah. So you're Correct. picking the first the, the the first four placers in order. One dollar. One you. Because it's essentially a parlay, so you multiply out all the odds. Yeah. But that that, that kind of thing doesn't happen when when the when the four horses are all like, you know, ten to one or better. But when you've got a sixty-five to one in there. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. One buck gets you fifty-one thousand dollars. Well, actually, I think that's two because the standard horse not on this website. Oh, okay. I not on this CBSSports.com article. Yeah, where I hope they know what they're talking about. Then what happens with all the betting if the appeal they win the appeal and they get declared the winner? Uh, a new civil war. It breaks out. Yeah. There's a new war. 
Um, well, Kentucky was right fight. on the line back in the 1860s, and some people joined the North, some people joined the South. So yeah, Everybody has to and, fight with muskets. <laughs> yeah, there's a historical context for this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if we actually did dis- settle stupid, really old disputes? If people still had, like, an old dispute about a pig, you know, like the family thing, <laughs> like the, you know, the Hatfields and the McCoys. It's like, okay, you, can, you, can, you, you two families can go out and settle this, but you got to do it, like, like it would have been settled at the time that the dispute happened. Yeah, 18th century technology. <laughs> yeah. Here's your here's your musket. Here's your oh, muzzle loader. Yeah, here's your your muzzle loader and uh, you know, <laughs> oh by the way it ha- just so you know, it has a failure rate where it will explode in your face at about 25%. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't load it properly, that goes up. Yeah. <sighs> Fun. Space news. Sure. Space. Um, yeah. So, you know how Elon Musk has uh, his SpaceX, and he's always, yeah. uh, there, there's always something happening, and whenever they do anything, they make a big deal out of it. And uh, may, maybe you have forgotten that um, Jeff Bezos also has some kind of space company called uh, Blue Origin. Yep. Yeah. They're doing the opposite of SpaceX and not talking about what they're doing. And uh, and just yesterday, as we record this, he unveiled a lunar lander. He wants to go to the moon and extract the moon's water. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the headline says. That seems oh. like an awfully pricey way to get your water. A little bit. Yeah. 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 Maybe how much is that? How much is that bottled water going to cost? De- desalination plant would be cheaper, <laughs> or a yeah. moisture evaporator. Let's just hey, let's invent moisture evaporators like on Star how about, Wars. How about creating water from individual atoms? There you go. Yeah, slamming oxygen and hydrogen <laughs> atoms together and <laughs> creating new water. That would, be, that would be cheaper than going sure. to the moon. Build a giant particle be, accelerator. This is just a ploy for him to get all of his money back after he had to give so much away to Mackenzie, right? <laughs> He's going <laughs> to take a bunch of suckers for a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> moon well, he water. couldn't convince anybody that the Brooklyn Bridge was for sale, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go on Amazon.com right now real quick and see if he has any bridges for sale. Or bottles of moon water. <laughs> Oceanfront property in Nevada. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> says, uh, he was five years old when Americans first walked on the moon and remembers the grainy black and white footage from that historic moment. No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's lying. He was five years old. He doesn't remember a damn thing. No. He's no. Seen the, he remembers the video that he has seen many times since then. He remembers seeing TV. Sure. When he was five years old. And yeah. and then later when they reran it. Yeah. And he was yeah. old enough. I've to seen it, so I know I know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not yeah, old. Yeah, I've been I've that's been my, my kick lately, especially with these stupid radio guys getting back to that, just a quick sidetrack. <laughs> they like to tell the little story about how they did something wacky. Like, you know, like last night I did blah blah blah. I was like, No, you didn't. You're lying. You're lying. You're making that up to 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 entertain people on the radio. You are lying. <laughs> like the whole time they're yapping about it on the radio, I'm just going, You're lying. You are lying. Liars, lying, liars who lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. entertainer, you're making crap up. Yeah, that's right. Like I do on the podcast. <laughs> I know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Je- Jeff says it had a huge impact on me, and it hasn't changed. 
I'm Wait, sorry. That's I was kind of a mixture of my depression every time I hear it. <laughs> well, that's the first time I've ever done it. That's uh, oh yeah, that kind of came okay. out half. I half love Jeff. whenever Jeff Bezos calls into the show. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was kind of a cross between Jeff Bezos and Jeff the Sandwich Guy. <laughs> wow, that's now that is a deep, deep pull. Yeah, yeah, they unveiled a like fifth episode. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a small. Uh, okay, so there's a lander craft, a, a small rover with droopy camera eyes like Wall E. That's what it says. Oh, I can't. I don't see a picture of that in here though. Um, J- uh, Jeff says this is an incredible vehicle, and it's going to the moon. <laughs> now it's Jeff the Sandwich Guy. I don't know. You know what? You know what? 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 I can I can invent a vehicle that's going to the moon yeah. by just drawing things that look like stuff from movies. I can do that too. Yeah. I have a way to set to build a lunar lander. Here's the way. The original lunar lander was built by NASA, which means it's a government project, which means all of the plans for it are public domain. That's right. <laughs> I can just rebuild it. <laughs> but now with uh, with, well, with no, more you're... advanced technology, you can actually put I can uh, prove those that don't weigh as much in there so that the lander will still be able to land and take off. You'll be able to give the astronauts chairs to sit in again because yeah. they had to take the chairs out because it was too heavy. Yeah. Now with all the lightweight <laughs> polymers and things, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I could literally yeah. just rebuild those astronauts a real luxury ride. Yeah. yeah and guess what? I wouldn't have to pay anyone to design anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, government. Tax dollars. Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> Jeff says it's the most important work that I'm doing. And he spent, <laughs> spends about a billion dollars uh, of his own money from selling Amazon stock every year. The most important work he is doing is yeah. building a lunar lander to right. go to the moon to extract water yeah. at an extremely high dollar amount to sell to suckers. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why is, does it say why he's going after the water? Uh, Why is that the thing? I didn't read that far into it. Um, yeah. I I don't care enough I, to. I ask read, you to read more. No, no, no. I read I read f- up to a point and then stopped because I figured that was <laughs> good enough. Um, yeah. The uh, the mock up of the lander that they that they showed is called Blue Moon. It says it is sleek, hulking, and insect like with spindly legs to cushion the landing. Uh, it looks like a lunar module, but blue. <laughs> and a little bit a little be. bit f- fancier and nicer and more modern does it have that stupid smiley logo on it <laughs> <laughs> no but it does say blue moon in big block letters will it get to the moon in two days for no money <laughs> well here's the plan <laughs> does it fall under Amazon Prime that's all I get <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't say anything about Amazon, but here's the okay. here's here's what they say. <laughs> Do the, I get my water delivered for free? What they say the plan <laughs> is, uh, yes, the delivery is free. The bottles of moon water, though, cost a billion dollars each. Um, before, well, t- then he's going to recoup his money after just selling two bottles. That's, that's a solid business plan. No, that's how much he spends a year. Well, okay, so you know. For every year he's working on this, he needs to sell an additional bottle. Yeah, and there's no, and there's no, there's, I, I skimmed ahead and there's no promise of when this is going to happen. <laughs> um, so who knows how many years. Um, 
Yes, before touching down on the lunar surface, Blue Moon will dispatch a bunch of tiny satellites, depositing them into an orbit around the moon where they can collect scientific data. Then (laughs) it will fire its engines and begin its approach. Less than a mile from the surface, it will rotate itself to land upright. The underbelly is equipped with lasers to guide the spacecraft to its target landing zone. Build me a lunar lander with with lasers lasers on its underbelly. (laughs) Is is that a lunar lander with freaking laser beams? (laughs) Built it for you, Dad. (laughs) Scotty do. Scotty Bezos. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'll put the article up there and you want you can read the rest and find out uh about the water <laughs> no I, I read two lasers on the underbelly and that's when i stopped <laughs> good call. very good call any more news uh, nah. i got one quick one because i think we should always end with florida <laughs> okay florida man was arrested for having a sticker on his truck oh no it says it says I eat ass. <laughs> and, you know, that's just hilarious to begin with. And since then, the charges have been dropped because, you know, like obscenity laws are completely vague and can't be enforced. Is, is, he, a, is he a donkey farmer? <laughs> no, nope, 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 nope. Um, I sell donkey steaks. Yeah. So there was, you know, he had an argument back and forth with the uh, the deputy about this. But there's one other thing in this story that. I, I I read it. I'm like, ah, that's funny. It's going to get thrown out. And then I saw this and I was like, this is, this is it. I'm totally confused by this. <laughs> In an effort to make the sticker slightly less offensive, the officer then instructed Webb to remove one of the letters. And I'm trying to figure out which letter in I eat ass would be removable and still grammatically correct and less offensive. <laughs> If it were me, well, I you would don't want rip to remove the eye off. Because now you're, giving, you're, you're ordering other people. Yeah, exactly. Arguably, that's more offensive than just announcing your exactly. own. Exactly. And that's yeah. why I would rip the eye off and have it just say, eat ass. <laughs> yeah. And if you drop one of the S's and it just says, I eat as, which, of course, doesn't make sense. Then or, if you drop the E, I eat SS. Hmm. Yeah. Which I suppose is maybe an anti-Nazi statement. You get, get, get rid of the I punch Nazis. I eat SS. Sure. Get rid of the yeah. E. Then your I at ass. I at ass. Get rid of the A. Weird. Your I E T ass. Yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about input. wait? What about ET's ass? And I really want to know which letter the officer was thinking should be removed. <laughs> it doesn't go into that detail. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> It just says that, and then Webb refused and cited his First Amendment rights to, to announce to the world that his love of eating ass. <laughs> I mean, the guy's just looking for that set, that special someone, right? Yeah. He's just putting it out there like, hey, I'm single. And, and then he points at the bumper sticker. <laughs> and, you know, there's a small percentage of the, of the population who's going to be like, I dig that. <laughs> well, I'm on board, yeah. <laughs> I dig it. Ladies, gents, this is my move. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to party? I am so comfortable with it that I'm putting it on my vehicle. <laughs> yeah. So that was the kicker to me. I can the do officer it in instructed sleep. him to remove one of the leathers to make Jeez. it less offensive. <laughs> That's weird. 
Yeah, and since I actually saw the follow-up that, yeah, the charges were thrown out because obscenity laws are dumb and vague and unenforceable. <laughs> yeah. What is pornography? Well, I know it when I see it. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Anything? What are we doing here? Yeah, do we have a topic? I don't know that Hurt? we really did. Oh, I got something I can, tell, I, can, I, can, I can throw out there for everybody to just kind of go searching for. Something like, that popped up in my feed that I I did I dug up some more on like a uh, you dug up some moron <laughs> yeah yeah he was half buried he was about to die I saved his life um, he found the quicksand <laughs> as a child I was led to believe that quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem than it um but no uh, uh so you're gonna you're gonna send us on a scavenger hunt what you're sending us on a scavenger hunt no. I'm got. I'm just gonna throw this out there, like crazy. Think about like all the TV shows that there have been out there, and all the weird crossovers that there have been between those TV shows. We we talked a while back about uh, the the uh, Tommy Westfall theory. Yeah, uh, Westfall. yeah sure. Those are connected. Um, but then there's you know some of those connections come from really weird crossovers. Um, and uh, you know Mike's favorite, I'm sure, is uh, X Files and uh, I don't know uh, cops maybe. Oh yeah, where they, where they were running around with the, you know, I mean the that cops was crew pers- that was filming uh, yeah. some case they were on. And- it was presented as an episode of Cops. Yeah, you know, so it's all for all intents camp, and purposes. Yeah, like, yeah, documentary type style. Um, but do you remember the episode where Magnum PI um got help solving a murder case from Jessica Fletcher? <laughs> <laughs> No, (laughs) I do not remember. Season seven episode novel connection saw Jessica come to Hawaii to help Magnum investigate a murder. Because wherever Jessica Fletcher goes, people die. Yeah. Um, And then in uh, Murder, She Wrote season three, Jessica has to try to clear Magnum's name after he's accused of two murders. (laughs) Well, that I would believe. (laughs) Because he was a Vietnam soldier, so he knew how to kill. Yeah. And get away with it, probably. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine and New Girl had a, a double crossover where they both crossed over onto each other's shows as well, and they even had like a little in joke where um, Jake Peralta is is chasing somebody down, and he grabs a car to commandeer the vehicle, and it's uh, it's the you know it's the, the Jess from New Girl, and he <laughs> um, he says I'm going to have to commandeer this vehicle, and she says Oh, it's a crossover, yeah, um, and she's oh. referring to it being a Kia Soul crossover, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> The SUV. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Well, hey, please. They're gonna the do joke a, is bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> they're gonna do a shtick, a crossover shtick, then they might as well, you know, have fun with it. Yeah. Um let's see. Uh who here watches Archer or Bob's Burgers? Well, I've watched a lot of Archer. I haven't watched I, recently. I have seen Archer before, but I don't watch Archer crossed over onto Bob's Burgers where Archer has amnesia. I think, and he's he's he thinks he's Bob working at this restaurant with a wife and three kids, and it's it's like the the wife and kids and the restaurant from Bob's Burgers, and he voices both characters, that actor, um, but it's all you know done in Archer style animation. Okay, and so the episode opens with you know him standing behind the counter with the mustache and the apron, and there's the you know the three kids, the one of them that has the bunny ears on, and the wife with the the cat's eyeglasses, and. They blow all that out there. Vena, uh, let's see. 
Blossom and the Fresh Prince were on each other's. I think I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Um, uh, we, Mike, you and I love. Uh, I love Lucy, right? Do, um, do you, sure. Do you remember the episode when um, George Reeves, Superman, showed up? No. <laughs> Um, in 1957, Reeves shows up to a birthday party for Lucy's son, little Ricky on the same day that her friend is throwing a party for her son. So there's the wacky hijinks, uh-huh. right? The two parties going at the same time and they got Superman to come to theirs. Um, those the, George the Reeves, people. you know, in, in the outfit and everything. Um, I guess, uh, it was, he, you know, it's George Reeves playing George Reeves. It's like yeah. Superman, <laughs> the son of, you know, Kal-El. <laughs> I pro- anyway. I probably saw this. I just didn't don't actually show it. up. There's no there's no like crime fighting superhero in the I Love Lucy world. It no, no, no. Dreams. Um, and then there, there was a time in like the 90s where they loved to do those those super crossovers with like four shows. They had like the four sitcoms on Thursday night. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Back to back to back to back. And they would Must do TV. <laughs> yeah. And they would do a, a crossover with all of those. They'd all like like. They'd be jumping back and forth between each other. There was a, an, a, a an evening where Coach, the Drew Carey Show, Ellen, and Grace Under Fire all crossed over with each other, <laughs> all on one station, all for one night. Oh my it was like gosh! Some big moment. ABC. Um, yep. ABC's Wednesday night lineup during the nineties. Yeah, Grace uh, flew to Vegas to look into a retirement home for her mom. While she was there, she had a run in with Drew and Coach's Luther at a gambling table. So they're okay. They're all just hanging around gambling so it's like a vegas thing what was grace under fire who was in that uh that was what was her name i think oh. her real name was grace something wasn't it she was a uh, uh, uh you have to look her up um blonde, blonde well you know her from walking dead if you've been watching walking dead Nah, i stopped okay um because she's been on there um brett butler was on that what? show it was brett butler brett butler oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah okay yeah I thought her name was great. Yeah, she was. She was. It was a, like a single, single working mom. She had a couple of kids, and yeah. it was like you know, she was trying to get by. Tough, tough mom, loving her kids. Um, was she a stand-up her, comic? What? Yeah, she's a stand-up. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, she was. A it was one of those many shows where they yeah. kind of built the show around her. Oh, yeah, the nineties where they just they couldn't put a they could they couldn't put a stand-up comic into their own show fast enough. Yeah, after Seinfeld hit. Yeah. Just like every stand-up who had was had halfway decent following, got a got a chance at a pilot, um, and a few of them stuck. Yep. Uh, let's see, Becker, Cosby, everybody, everybody loves Raymond, and the King of Queens all crossed over together in one of those things for CBS. What they they called it? They they marketed it as Shameless Crossover Monday. <laughs> <laughs> what Cosby show was that? Uh, this that was, was the, the later one, the one that was actually just called Cosby. It was just called Cosby, and it was him and Felicia Rashad, and that, that it was it wasn't like the family from the first one. It was, yeah. Was that he, not on for very long? It was Hilton Lucas. It was, just, it, yeah. It was only on for a couple of years. It was late nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Remember, you know, because you know everybody loved Bill Cosby. They should have been loving Raymond. Because, um, as far as we know, Raymond never raped any women. Uh, Mad About You and Friends and Mad Men and the People, they had a whole big crossover thing one time. Matt, wait, then, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mad About You, Friends, and Mad Men? No. 
Madman of the People. <laughs> oh. It was a show that lasted not very long. It was a Dabney Coleman show that like didn't last. Because I Remember assumed they... that there would there would have been a Friends and Mad About You. Yeah, that was where they did. The, they finally did the Phoebe Ursula thing, where they kind of right, right, right. They, That's they, the connection. They cop, yeah, they yeah. cop to uh, to Lisa Kudrow being on both shows, yeah. and they established that Phoebe and Ursula were twins. twins. And then they and then they jammed Dabney Coleman in there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, we got to try to help Dabney Coleman's show, which is floundering. So let's stick it between Mad, uh, Mad About You and Friends and hope that this helps. And then, and then I, I called the show Mad Men of the People and Mike said, Mad Men? What? <laughs> but clearly, that show really stuck in people's minds. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fresh Prince Will went to a, uh, um, uh, a marriage counselor when he and his fiance were having trouble. And guess who was there? Seven, late 70s, early 80s, uh, African-American sitcom husband and wife. Husband and wife. Jefferson's? <laughs> George and Wheezy were having trouble. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so so Wheezy finally got George to try to fix their marriage. Because George was such 20 a years guy. later. Or whatever, 15 yeah. years later. Yeah, and then they, uh, uh, of course, George and Wheezy appeared again right at the end of Fresh Prince when Uncle Phil put the... Uh, the Bel Air home up for sale. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. that's the connect. The one. And I was they showed up of. to yeah. uh, to to look at it to see about buying it. As did Mr. Drummond and Arnold. Yep. And of yep. course, while they were there, Will uh, Will Smith got a chance to say something, and um, Arnold, of course, yeah. got to say, "What you talking about, Will?" There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, George and George and Wheezy are the ones who actually bought the place. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, gave up their yeah. deluxe apartment in the sky. I, I uh, to get into a, uh, <laughs> to move, a to move out to the the west coast. Yeah, apparently. Well, you know, he doesn't need to be there running the uh, the dry cleaning what? places anymore. He just has to sit no, back he, and that, he would be old. retirement age. Sure. Yeah, work yeah. is a lot nicer out there. Sunny every day, dry. <laughs> Here's one that'll just grate your nerves open unless you're. Uh, like a fan of this type of show, but Family Manners and Full House and Step by Step all crossed over. Oh, each other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all those saccharinely sweet family comedies. Wait, Step by Step was the was the one with uh, Patrick Duffy, right? Patrick Duffy, yes. Duffy, and Suzanne Summers. Yeah, and it was set in on on uh, in was it yeah, Port yeah, Washington, yeah. Wisconsin? Port Washington, like, so, and they like had Port mountains. <laughs> Port Washington, yeah. Wisconsin, which is right north of Milwaukee, Milwaukee, with the Port Washington Mountains in the background. Yeah, yeah. and and and, and Six Flags Great Michigan. America right on the right on the beach. Yeah. yeah, their backyard was definitely not southern. It was definitely not the Sierra Nevada mountains. <laughs> oh, let's see. The Power Rangers and the Ninja Turtles crossed over with each other. There's a lot of good ones. Just like really, this was like they had to do it. They had to give it a shot. You know. While you were while you've been going through this, I pulled up a list to see if I found, and then there's one that you didn't mention. And I'm like, oh, apparently there was a crossover between Roseanne and Absolutely Fabulous. Yeah, yeah I saw that on the list too. Right? <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> I thought I watched all of the Ab Fab. This was on Roseanne. Oh, it was a Roseanne show. Okay, they showed up on Roseanne. Yeah, funny. <laughs> 
So, so Roseanne is, you know, Roseanne and, and Dan are trying, they're struggling, you know, blow, blue collar family trying to just kind of keep it all together and, and be good parents. Yeah. What smart, are the circumstances where they bump in? And then those two drunks come rolling in. <laughs> what were their names? <laughs> oh. oh, it's been a long time. Yeah. I don't remember. Eddie and, uh, and what was the blonde's name? The, the one drunk lady and the other and the drunk other lady. drunk lady yeah <laughs> drunk smoking lady and smoking drunk lady <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did right it was basically that was the shtick of that oh, show yeah. was they, they were both always like either drinking drunk or hungover constantly smoking and then the one the one the one one of them had a daughter who was like straight laced right yeah, yeah. <laughs> was the was the straight the straight woman straight character for the for their for their humor. They were they were always drunk. They were almost always drunk and high. <laughs> That's true. There was a lot and of... smoking, <laughs> and they always had a cigarette burning. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially the one, the blonde one. Again, I can't remember which one is which. Well, she was I mean, always she, setting herself she on always fire. Always had a cigarette burning. <laughs> <laughs> They must have done one of those, uh, one of those fancy cigarette tricks, you know, where you like, if you ever see like in a movie or a TV show where somebody's got a cigarette burning, where they've got like an inch and a oh. half of ash. Yeah, and there's like a wire in it. Or... Yeah, they put like a little thin wire inside yeah. there to kind of hold the ash together. <laughs> the yeah. person holds their hand really still and just lets it burn down. Yeah, yeah. Ed- Eddie for Adina and Patsy. Patsy oh, was God, the, yeah. the blonde. I watched that in college. It's been a long time. I wonder how that show holds up for me. I might have to dig an episode up and see it's an easy one to get caught up on because i think there's only like well yeah, five British. or six episodes a season and three or four seasons and 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 like i can just drop into any episode and be like oh yeah they're drunk and smoking and high so yeah okay I, I, i'm all caught up i, I know where we're at yeah i don't think there's a whole lot of uh character progression or, or plot <laughs> that you need to worry about any kind of timeline <laughs> well is this before or after gerald's death what? Yeah. Who? <laughs> Is this the dream sequence season? No, it's the season where they're drunk and smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, and they'll, and they'll do it again because the will the the, the uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine New Girl thing was just from a few years ago. Um, just give give it give the uh, networks time. I'm sure they'll come up with another. At some point here in the next 10 years or so, somebody be like, oh, remember those, remember those, those great days in the nineties, we should do that again. And they'll do, you know, four, four sitcoms in a row and they'll slam a bunch of uh, crossovers in there. Well, it, it, they're not running concurrently, but if Michael sure decides to take his little joke any oh, further yeah. on the good place, there could be a crossover with. Parks and Rec. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's possible if they're in the same universe, they could just have you know Andy could show up when he's got nothing better to do in between Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and mm-hmm. and he could just come on and be dumb. <laughs> Maybe they can pay him a bunch of money uh, to uh, in order for him to get fat again. Well, and <laughs> that, they just put a suit on him, whatever. But but the you know the great thing about it is you can start to speculate now on how the different characters from the Good Place would react to a character from one of the other Michael Schur shows. Like <laughs> Andy, up, Andy, you know, like like Eleanor is going to look at Andy and be like, "Oh, humana, humana," you know, like he's he's a good looking fellow, but boy, dumb as a brick. You know that that that's that's a whole bunch. You know, you can write a whole episode about <laughs> how Eleanor reacts <laughs> to the dumb guy that's really hot. Yeah. 
or geez, anybody from the office in the good place. Cause that's technically a Michael Schur show. Yeah. I mean, not, I don't think he was a creator, but he had a lot to do with it. Can you imagine how, uh, um, April would react if she found out that there was in fact a good place and a bad place. And there was like supernatural stuff that wasn't like her crazy witch stuff that she was into all of her weird darkness things that she loved. What, what, what there's, I mean, there's, there's like, there's an actual hell. <laughs> She'd be like, can I summon a giant crow? <laughs> can I wrap somebody up inside of a giant slimy chrysalis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that happens all the time. Actually. Oh my, it's me like, Oh my God, you have to teach me how to do that. <laughs> yeah he meets yeah what's what's his name oh uh oh, yeah. ben yeah. michael's boss no 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 what about uh who was who was the guy that um that uh parks and rec ben what's uh the demon oh <laughs> trevor yeah trevor <laughs> oh yeah how do they handle that <laughs> why trevor looks like ben there's a demon who looks just like you ben <laughs> what why? Well, Ben would be like, well, I finally got past that stupid ice. <laughs> ice town? <laughs> ice town thing. And now there's a demon that looks like me? I just can't catch a break. Yeah, exactly. It's ice town all over again. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all depressed and starts making stop motion animation again. <laughs> Leslie has to drag him out of the, out of the room. Yeah, Come he on. plays it and it's only two seconds. Oh my God, I spent a month doing that. How is it only that long? Yeah. <laughs> stand in the because wasn't <laughs> it wasn't it stand that he put to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.E.M. <laughs> Could Jason I mean, It was the what opening bit. It? Yeah, it was the nee 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 nee, and then it was just like two words, and then it was done. Yeah. What if Jason Mantzoukas showed up and played all of his characters? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and they had them all in the same scene together. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> The uh, fine Dennis Feinstein. Was um, he ever on The Office? Did he, did he have a one-shot guest star on The Office? At some I don't point? know. I don't. Think I don't so. remember I seeing him on first The First made it on Parks and Rec is Dennis. But um, and then uh, what's from Brooklyn Nine Nine? Um, Adrian Pimento. Adrian Pimento. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're definitely all in the bad place. Well, the, the great thing is, the great thing about it is, is it would be fun for the viewers where you could just have like Derek is Derek. Like we yeah. all, if, 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 if he shows up, if he walks out and starts act and it's Derek and it, Derek starts talking, we're all going to immediately know it's Derek. Yeah. Um, but if he shows up as any other character and nobody introduces him, it'll take us a few seconds to figure out for sure, which Jag this guy is <laughs> because yeah. he plays the loud mouth <laughs> like every other show he's mm-hmm. in. Yeah. He's in John wick three. <laughs> Does he show up and yell at John Wick a bunch? Is he the one that that asks uh, Keanu Reeves what he needs, and Keanu Reeves says, "Guns, lots of guns." <laughs> like, is that is that is that the Matrix? Are you did, quoting the Matrix? Did, did they That's just the way he'd say did it. you just quote the Matrix in his other movie? You're totally quoting the Matrix. I call shenanigans. Is he also allowed to be Rafi? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, throw it in there. Let's let him be Rafi and let's let him be the kid from uh, from Big Mouth. <laughs> now, actually, it would make more sense if Derek was the one doing it with his pillow, because Derek is a little a little off on that. Uh, he doesn't yeah. think he's not uh, sexually experienced. He has wind chimes down there. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I want to see Jason. I want to see a sitcom with Jason Manzuk. Just Jason Manzuk is playing, playing all every his character. character. Yeah, <laughs> just him. or on all of his previous characters. Yeah, because well, I, I, I know they could create a new show. Or, but the characters are going to be so similar. I mean, come on. <laughs> but he could add such nuance to them. But no, because I just got done. You know, I've, I've been watching some some Fringe, and there's all that alternate. Okay, hey everybody. If you haven't seen Fringe, there's alternate universes. Um, so you've got actors playing, you know, different variations of the same person from different universes. And they did it really well. I was like, I forgot how, like, how really well done and seamless it was. And the performances are really solid. And when they had characters on the screen at the same time, it didn't look like those really obvious, like, you know, 20, 30 years ago when it was like, well, this person's on this side of the screen and that person on that side of the screen. And they never cross over with each other and they never touch wow. each other. And you can see the line in the middle and the backgrounds are just slightly off. They don't quite line up. Yeah. Whereas we've seen Orphan Black and Fringe and stuff where they do that thing with, with these, you know, the characters are in the scene with each other and, and they're handing seamless. things back and forth and they're walking yeah. around each other and it's all really well done. They could do that. Let's, give, me, give me a Jason, give me a, like a 13 episode season of the Jason Manzukas show where it's just him playing all of his characters, including the character from Big Mouth animated in with the rest of them. Or yes. or it's just a it's a very serious movie from a like a French director and it's just him having dinner with all of his characters and it's called My Dinner with Jason and 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 Jason. Okay. All right, that's a I think have we have we beaten that horse to death? Sure. Yes. <laughs> do we do we have time for Kevin questions? I suppose. I do. Okay. Yeah. One hundred six question. Kevin asks, "Why is there gum in sixty five percent of all urinals?" <laughs> do, Notice done in do people yeah. not understand how gum works or how urinals work? Thanks. <laughs> he just he he sixty five is very specific. He didn't say like. Two thirds, which would be sixty six point six repeating, or sixty seven for very large numbers, Craig. Yes, I have a feeling he actually <laughs> very large values. urinals. He, he counted one hundred urinals. No, he and... counted twenty and found thirteen pieces of gum. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Kevin. He's not. He's, he's not, not going to go enough off. to count a okay. hundred. <laughs> well, he's up to one hundred and six questions. One hundred and seven. If we keep going, um... the wife's helping him with that. People not understand what counting the numbers, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure people don't understand how gum works or how urinals work. I would um, agree. Yeah, see, I, I'm just not up to speed on on that being a problem because I don't go to enough places. <laughs> True. Um, you know, when I see a urinal, it's because it's at where I work, and that's yeah. About yeah this it. sounds like this sounds like a Kevin Airport question, essentially. Yeah, Kinda, basically, yeah. yeah he travels a lot, so I think I know the answer to this one. Airports and hotels. Yeah, I think I know. I think I know the answer to this. I think okay. I've, I've cracked the urinal code. <laughs> you cracked the urinal. <laughs> yeah, you have to deposit your gum in exchange for the mint. <laughs> right. It's just another form of urinal mint. Yeah, but it's but it's like oh, it's bartering. You you pay. With the gum that you are currently chewing, and then you get to take mm-hmm. the mint. That's nasty, but okay, <laughs> Kevin. I don't have that's an answer your answer. For you, so let's go with that. Let but us know what right. the there's Kevin. A, there's a there's an inordinate inordinate amount of gum in urinals. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what it is? Because most guys are too stupid. They can't piss and chew gum at the same time. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> also, Kurt, did you say in ornament? <laughs> I, I stumbled and I haven't even been drinking yet. <laughs> it's, it's not even Christmas. In ornament. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, let us know what the mint tastes like. Um, <laughs> 107 question. How and when does Data charge himself? Thanks. Oh, from <laughs> Next Generation? I'm sorry, yes. Data with a capital D. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How and when does he charge himself? I suppose he's got to power up, right? Well, we've yeah. seen him connected to, you know, his computer in his room on the Enterprise. Yeah, he's hardline yeah. interfaced at times. But, he's well, also, but that's not then, necessarily then again, he's also charging. had an old-timey telephone inside of his chest in that well i have something for you then who's ringing (laughs) data's ringing somebody answered the answer the android we have in 2019 we have wireless charging correct yeah there you Mm -hmm. go the whole enterprise is one big wireless charger that's a that's a a, a, yeah plausible answer that that's one of the many uses of that deflector dish out front that's uh that's just a wi-fi receptor (laughs) Well, it can do everything. The Wi-Fi on Cardassia sucks. <laughs> the, the deflector dish in, in Star Trek can literally do anything you want it to. It's just not wired from the factory to do any of those things. Yeah, they always have to. You have to yeah. like jerry rig it in the field. But if you know what you're doing, you can get it to do anything. Yeah, we could reroute blah 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 through the deflector mm-hmm. dish and blah blah blah. I mean that's that's like every other episode of Next Generation. It is, and that's yeah, that's the character's name is Ensign Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> well, it's it's usually Data or Wesley, although Jordy does that stuff too. Yeah, thank you, Commander Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know that's what Star Trek's thing was presenting all these people who are very very good at their jobs and. Yeah. And everybody was, you know, it was a global society that everybody was getting along. You want, you want people at each other's throats. There's plenty of other sci-fi shows for that. Yeah. Within, within the warp field generated by the, uh, the nacelles, uh, via the warp core or the warp core via the nacelles, um, <laughs> inside the warp, the, the warp field around the ship is, is a low voltage wireless, uh, electrical current that's constant. Yeah. So then basically any type of electronic device on board is constantly being charged via the warp core. They don't even need batteries as long as they're. Yep. Well, we never in, see anybody the take ship. their communicator off and plug it into the wall. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> or their, or their, Hang on or my tricorder or any of that stuff. Hang on. My signal's low. I have to change the batteries. They unscrew the bottom. And like <laughs> gonna, a couple of double gotta, A's fall <laughs> out. They got, no, they got to do the thing where they got to, it's, it's, it's a little watch battery kind of thing that's stuck in there that they can't get at with their fingernails. So they have to kind of slap it against their hand <laughs> yeah. to pop it out. And then it pops out and you know rolls across the floor. Hey, does anybody have a screwdriver? I yeah. now really want the Orville to do Swiss this. Swiss army knife. <laughs> like in the middle of a very important moment, one of their electronics fails and they have to trade the battery out. I want this to happen on the Orville. <laughs> And, so and it's bad. it's like a fancy, super tiny, super powerful space battery, but it's still a battery that has to be replaced. And it's even more fiddly because <laughs> no, it's so they have, small. They have somebody on the Orville do it that way, where they have to crank the thing out of the out of the case and and get the new battery and put it in there. And then somebody else comes in and just takes their device and puts it into the 
the uh, uh, the the replicator that they've got, <laughs> and it just it just disappears the old battery and puts the new battery right in it. Yeah, like just put the thing, the communicator in there and say replace battery, and it, yeah, tra- <laughs> it transports the old battery out. And meanwhile, and this other character in. has been like you know. <laughs> to crank and, the battery out of there for their entire the battery, life. <laughs> batteries need to be just standard double A batteries. They can't be weird. <laughs> yeah, no quadruple A or B no, size batteries. No special fancy future batteries. That's just literally a double A battery. Why does this have a B size battery it's, in it? It's a, it says Railvac on it. No, yeah, it's, or it's a Duracell, like with the copper top. Yeah, it's clearly yeah. a Duracell. <laughs> yeah, the font is fancier. You know, yeah, it's updated. So yeah, wireless charging sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't there be? I don't think we're yeah. In 2019, I'm pretty sure in the future there is too. We're not coming up with a better answer than that. Kurt wins. Yay! <laughs> Hooray! I'm a winner. <laughs> it happens once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put that. Get a bumper sticker. Put it up and put that on the back of your car right next to the one that says "You eat ass." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd get a bumper oh, sticker right. that said "You eat ass." Y O U. Put that on the back of my car. <laughs> you eat ass. Maybe that's what he meant. You could have changed the I to a U. <laughs> <laughs> that would be less offensive. Wait, no, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Does that about do it? I, I think do. so. Okay, Kurt. Thank you. You're welcome. To talk to Thanks you. for swinging by. Mike and thanks, thanks that that's all that's swinging oh, around us. I thought that's Mike, where, where you were going with us? that. Where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow dot com at nerdburgershow on places on the internet. Email us nerdburgershow gmail dot com. And I'm so disappointed in you. Um, nerdburgergames dot com. Don't talk to, to learn about games like stuff that. and drive through rpg dot com to buy some of those game stuffs. Yeah. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig provide their explanation for why that coffee cup was on the stinking table in front of the mirror. We're going to have all sorts of explanations that make perfect sense for you to speculate on here as the series comes to an end. That coffee cup is going to play a big role. Stay tuned with, to the podcast with us and find out. Figured we better get on the bandwagon with that one. Did anybody lose their job because of that yet? No, but people would not stop talking about it. Uh, I saw I saw the picture and I laughed, and then I saw the picture of uh, that somebody did of, of just a plain Starbucks cup where they had hand somebody hand wrote yeah her entire the name, name down the title, side yeah. of the thing, and I and I laughed at that, and I shared it with uh, you know I I sent sent them to Allison, and I showed the one guy at work that watches game of thrones and we laughed about it and then i didn't think about it until just now yeah it just didn't stop people just could not stop i mean just like it was everywhere for a while there's like really that's the thing you're going to talk about as this 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 incredibly popular show is coming to an end well it's because they took so much longer to film this one and spent so much more money and yet <laughs> yeah, and and enjoy it now because when the DVDs and the streamings and all that they're stuff gonna, come along, they're going to wipe that, that out. out. They're going to digitally paint that out. Yep. Yeah.
you you or got to have your fun with it now because you're never going to see it again. They'll they'll plop a mead mug they'll on top of it. it. They'll paint it the color of the table. You'll never even know. Well, it was yeah, there. either they'll either wipe it out or they'll replace it with something that's supposed to be there. <laughs> if they're really cutesy about it, they could put like a a metal mug there with a star. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on there, just like, hey, remember this? Uh-huh. 